to Thriving with a Chronic Illness. I am your host, Smiling Sonia, and I share ideas, tools, and strategies I've learned living with and recovering from recurrent viral meningitis. I've undergone mindset shifts that have helped me move from just living to striving with a chronic illness. I know what it's like to worry about taking extended sick leave or losing a job through chronic illness. I share how you can become financially stable with the peace of mind that you have enough money saved to prepare for those emergencies and cover future financial goals. Good morning. Smiling Sonia here. I am really excited today. <laughs> I am. It's Wednesday the 16th of December. If you could see me now, <laughs> I am in the woods and I am treading very, very carefully across a very muddy path. <laughs> So it's very windy. I'm hoping that you can hear me clearly. What I will do is pause. There we go. <laughs> and if need be, review the recording. And if the background noise is too much, I'll try and take it out. But we'll see how we go. Today I want to talk about needs and wants. I may have talked about this subject before, but I actually I think it's something that needs to be revisited anyway. <laughs> needs and wants affect so many parts of our lives. But before I go onto that subject and share some of the things that I'm really excited about, <laughs> I am just going to give you an update on my recovery from my hernia operation. So, I think this is day 10. I'm going to my GP today and the nurse will be checking my wound. So hopefully that's all okay. I've had a couple of days of feeling quite uncomfortable uh, and I hadn't, I hadn't been, I'd stopped taking painkillers but found that I needed to take some painkillers the last couple of days. I think what happens as the, as the day goes on, uh, especially if I've been sitting up and walking around, uh, it's, it gets quite uncomfortable, quite sore and relieved only when I I'm lying down, so I've been taking myself to bed early. That's nothing new. <laughs> That's nothing new. <laughs> Since having viral meningitis several times, I, I'm often having to take myself to bed <laughs> early. But I have been. So, and lying down. So I think that seems to help. I haven't had much of an appetite either. So I'm eating because I know I need to eat, not because I'm feeling hungry. 
so although I do feel I do have little you know, little noises in my tummy that also tells me that I'm hungry sometimes <laughs> sounds a bit contradictory doesn't it well, there you go not my usual appetite I should say yeah so um and yesterday I I was feeling a bit, oh I want to do some exercise oh I want to do do some weights and I went online and started looking up I think I did that before about exercises so I also decided to go to YouTube and look up an operation uh, 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 an paraumbilical hernia being operated on so I watched what I assume would have happened to me the only difference being of course is that the operation was being conducted on somebody with white skin and uh, I have dark skin so that's the only difference and I was imagining that the hernia that they were sorting out looked much the same as mine although I've, from what I read of course I had multiple so yes anyhow it gave me an idea <laughs> I wasn't at all squeamish at all and I, I also watched some other videos of people recovering because I wanted some reassurance about how my stomach was feeling it's quite hard it's very swollen and it seems as if that's normal and it seems as if I may well have that for several weeks if not months so knowing what to expect is 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 um is useful and that reminds me really it's getting windy now so let's pause just in case i need to take that out but hopefully it's not uh creating too much problem uh yes and i think that's why when i had viral meningitis the difficulty has been finding information that lets me know what to expect uh, during recovery. Uh, you know, what you, when you don't know what to expect, anything that's happening to your body can be quite frightening. And you also want to know, is this something that's temporary? Is this something that is going to carry on for a period of time? Is this permanent? <laughs> okay, so there's a, n a number of things there. So it was very useful to uh, look up some information yesterday and so put my mind at ease as well and obviously I need to be patient <laughs> of course patience is my second name I, need, I do need to be patient so, and I think a good thing that's been happening this week on Monday I very nearly uh, went into my work mobile and checked messages <laughs> I know but I stopped myself and I thought no I don't need to do this because what this is the thought that came into my head was yes I can check emails and see what's going on but I may well see some information in there that um, is upsetting <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then if I see information you know if I see an email from someone and upsetting, not, not in a really bad way, but one that's sort of, oh, you know, or that there's some issue, then that's going to be on my mind 
for the rest of this week. And I'll just be thinking about it. Even if I'm doing something else, it'll come into my head. So I thought, no, don't miss that. What I don't know can't hurt me at this moment in time. So um, I'm really pleased that I resisted the temptation. Because I don't... Do I need any added stress? I'm already... My body is stressed at the moment. It's gone through a trauma. Any kind of operation where you're cut into and things are moved around and and pulled about and stitches is traumatic to the body. Um, Also had an aesthetic that was definitely traumatic to my body. And I'm already dealing with that stress. Why do I want to have work stress added on top of that? No, I don't. Right, so that was my bit of an update. So, um, I started by saying I'm really excited. Yeah, so there was something, there's a project that I'm doing, a little side project uh, uh, that I'm doing, and uh, I'm really excited about this morning. Um, Not in a position to share that now, but I may well share in the future. And then, whilst out walking and preparing to, oh my gosh, this is a very, very muddy... Eek, eek. Oh, squelch, squelch. There we go. Ooh, oh, even more mud. I'm all right because I've got me, me boots. Oh, oh, that was a bit of a slip. But I, I need to negotiate this. Can't concentrate on talking to you at the moment, I'm afraid. And that's why. <laughs> I nearly went over. Nearly went over, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right, okay. Oh, right. I'm going to have to get through these brambly bits. Because that bit over there is a bit deep. Right, here we go. Right, I'm going to have to negotiate this bit. Whoa. You might be able to hear the squelch. There's a little bit of a slippy. Oh, gosh. So I'm having to work out. I'm having to do a risk assessment here to work out which is the best part of the path. Whoa, to negotiate. I don't think there's any best part. Right, okay. Oh dear. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh I'm going to have to do a slippy slidey here. Yeah, here we go. Slippy slidey. Oh, there we go. That was a managed slide, that was. Rather than a, an unexpected slide. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Very leafy here. Oh, thank goodness for that. Oh, got my heart going there. So. Um, yeah, so the other thing I'm excited about is uh, I've been using what's called the Rev.com app to record. And that's quite easy on my phone. Tap record, speak, as I'm doing now, stop when I get to the end, and I can export it, ooh, export it straight to the Anchor app, which is a platform where my podcast is sort of produced. Oh my gosh, there's another very, very squelchy, deepy, watery. Ah! Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not... Ooh. <laughs> uh, so I'm showing another side of me here. Ah, this doesn't perturb me. I'm okay. Marching on. <laughs> yeah, so I've been using that app. Love it. But I came across another app, uh, and this one's called Olio. No, no, it's not called Olio. (laughs) 
And there's another app for giving stuff away. <laughs> otter. Otter. Which is an animal. Otter. So the Otter app is also it's a uh, transcription app. So it, it immediately, Web.com does. Web.com, you can record and then you can send it off and it can be tr transcribed for you at a, at a price, which is fine. It's quite very reasonable. Or so it can be transcribed by a human and it can be transcribed by um, machinery, <laughs> a computer, and obviously the costs are different. So I have used that service. But, um, the Otter app, which is, 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 a, is, is a paid app, but I'm using the free version at the moment. I will consider the paid version, actually, possibly. <laughs> uh, you can, as you are recording, as I'm doing now, it is transcribing in real time. Wow. <laughs> now, that's, that is cool because there have been times when I've thought about you know, having a written transcript to go with the, the audio, but it, you know, if I'm having to pay for it, it can be quite costly. I, I, have, I can transcribe myself. I'm a touch typist and, and I've done audio typing. So I have done some transcribing myself, but it takes time. <laughs> it takes time. So, so I was excited because I had a little test. I did a little test run and I thought, because I've written a few little notes for myself today. Excuse me, Snippy. So I had a little test. So I did a little test to record and moseyed on over to the notes app and then moseyed back and it's still kind of working there in the background. So as I'm talking to you now, uh, <laughs> if people are watching me, they probably think there's some mad woman with her arms flailing about talking into a phone. But of course I could be talking to someone on the phone. <laughs> I'm talking to you anyway, aren't I? I'm talking to you. So um, I'm in the, I've got the notes app in front of me and um, it just reminds me that I need to take my sunglasses off now and uh, put my reading glasses on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that might be, and I've got to negotiate this muddy path. We'll see how we go. I'm about to cross what's like a bit like a bridge. So I need to look where I'm going, otherwise I could end up in this little stream. <laughs> and all you'd hear is this big splash. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I'm very excited about using that app today and seeing how that works. And I also checked, I can export the, the audio and the text separately, and I can transport, I can <gasps> export the audio direct to Anchor. So, a bit of a test run today. Let's see how it goes. Okay, so, knees and wants. Knees and wants. Right. I, I do like visiting and revisiting this, this subject of, of needs and wants. And it's, it's something that I use on a daily basis, especially in relation to my finances. Okay. So, I, I, and ever since I, as you know, when I first got ill and were very worried about lots of things, health, my finances, um, relationship came to an end and all, all things like that. And uh, I started to educate myself about finance. 
And one of the first things that I had to really get to grips with, uh, especially about my spending, was, you know, am I spending on my wants or my needs? And I had to really ask my, myself the question each time I was going to make a purchase, <laughs> any time I was making a, thinking of making a, a spending decision, I'd ask myself, is this something that I want or is this something that I need? Okay, so want being, of course, is this something that I, I just wish for, would be nice to have, you know, that is desirable? And then I think, well, if it's something I need, it's got to be something that I feel is essential and that I can do without. Okay, so in those early days when I was building my emergency fund, I was asking me those, myself those questions constantly. And I got into the habit of doing that, and I still do it now. I do, of course, now allow myself to spend on things that I want. And I, I, I've added something to it. So, yes, it's something I want and I desire. Okay, do I have the money to buy it? That's one thing. And, and also, will it add value to my life okay you know and and you know what's what's what is the value that it'll be adding yeah so we're allowed to buy things that we want you know but also to think well you know what value will it be adding okay so as i was as i was thinking about this this morning i was reminded of you know when we apply for a job and you have the job description and, of course, you have a job spec. And the job spec will, of course... Uh, oh, there's a dog coming straight up towards me. Actually, as I looked out, it, I thought I was looking at a horse. <laughs> That's how big it was. And then it started um, sort of pounding towards me. But just passed me. Ooh, a little bit of a heart jump there as well. Anyway... Jobs, jobs, yeah, job description, job spec. <sighs> so let's come out of the woods, the mud. I'm now going to be going across the grass area. Uh, I think it's going to be particularly windy up there. Oh, and I'm checking the time because I, in about 40 minutes I need to be at the GP. So let's speed up. Let's speed up. So, yeah, so on the job spec, of course, um, we, you have, there's usually this sort of, a list of um, skills, experience, skills, knowledge, etc. And it will have an E or, an, or a D. E, of course, standing for essential, and D standing for desirable. So, what you know straight away is that if it's got an E next to it, that is essential. So, for example, in the role that I have in my organisation, there is a particular qualification that I need. So, on, on the job spec, it will have the qualification and next to it, there will be an E. If you haven't got that qualification, there's no point in you even going further because you're not even going to get through the door. And then desirable, of course, is, yeah, okay, you've got the essentials, and these are what would be nice to have. And 
I guess when you're competing against others, I'm wondering, you know, is it the desirables? <laughs> the more more of the desirables you have, maybe better. I don't know. Ah, uh, the one was I tell you what I was excited about. I was excited because um, I was reminded about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I even get more excited. <laughs> but anyway, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And, the, and if you don't know, it's the triangle. So it's got a triangle. Okay, it's like a pyramid. It's a pyramid. Okay, with a point at the top. And at the bottom, we have, and these are needs, human needs. So at the bottom, the first human need we have is physiological. Okay, and that's all around what our body needs. You know, we need food, that we, we need air, etc. And then, once we have all that, the next one is about safety, security. You know, and about having a home, I guess. And then, up from that, is we need a sense of belongingness and love. And that's where family and friends come in. And then, we have esteem. And that's about... Uh, I guess that's, that's about us and uh, what we can give, what we can contribute. That's what I often sort of say. See, um, what we what we acquire for ourselves that builds that, that self-esteem. And then right at the top, which I think people are reaching for. I don't know whether we get there, but we're kind of hoping to get there is self-actualization. It's uh, uh, meeting our full potential. So I've always liked that. Uh, because of the, the qualification I had, you had to do a lot of needs, especially when you're in the sort of caring. And, uh, oh, it's getting windy here. I might see if there's a secluded spot. Let's see. Anyhow. Now, what really excited me during my self-education about finances, I came across a, a blog belonging to the Mad Scientist. <laughs> it might have even been a po- podcast first, Mad Scientist. And the Mad Scientist uh, on that particular article had something that's called the hierarchy of financial needs. Now, when I saw that hierarchy of financial needs, and I saw this pyramid, very similar to that of Maslow's, I thought, wow! (laughs) You know the kind of things that excite me. I thought, wow! And so, again, you have the pyramid, point at the top. So the bottom is survival. And so this is where you're using your income and debt to pay for essential items. And I, I know that I have been in that situation. I've been in a situation where I, well, I've been in situations where I didn't have an income. Well, I didn't have a job, so I was on benefits. Or I've had a job, but I, in order to, to pay for essentials 
okay, my needs, not wants, needs, I had to also rely on debt. Now, you can't, you know, you can't survive. <laughs> I mean, you, you just can't stay in that place. I mean, lots of people are in that place, but it's not a place you want to stay. So the next, next step up is sustainability. And so the sustainability is you are, you've got to a point where your income covers all your expenses. Okay, so that's a good place to be, really. But again, it's not sustainable. And it's not sustainable because something can happen to throw you off track and then you find yourself in a situation where you may have to borrow some money in order to get things sorted out. Now, and this is where, this is where, of course, if you don't have an emergency fund, okay, why that, that level is not sustainable. So, of course, we want the next level, which is accumulation. So, in accumulation, you have income, but you have excess income. So, you're able to cover your expenses, but you have money left over that you can pay for future expenses. Yeah, so and that's where your emergency fund, your saving, sinking funds, okay? So, you can accumulate. Now, the next step up from that, because I think most people, they'll get to that accumulation and sort of think, that's okay, I'm going to stay here. And that was me. <laughs> that would have been me at some point. But that is not me now. Now that I understand about the next two rungs up. And the next one is called independence. And it's independence because you're, all, you're able to pay all your expenses with investment income. Okay, so here you're not, in terms of your essential expenses, you don't have to rely on an income. You have investments, okay, investments, so money is making money, or you have assets that pay you, and you can use that money to pay for all your expenses, okay? So you're independent. And people talk about financial independence, don't they? And some people, that's what they're aiming for. And there's a community called um, FIRE, and that's financial independence, retire early. So some people that are kind of trying to achieve that. But that's not, that's not the end point. And again, when I understood about being financially stable, independence, freedom, that's what I was aiming for. However, if I think back to the early days when I was kind of looking into the business world, etc., and that's decade, a couple of decades ago now, it's the next, that top level that really I want to achieve. And that's called here utilisation. And utilisation is where you're able to spend or give, I'm reading the actual 
It actually is a spend or give in utilisation of life's purpose. Now I understand that to be that I would love to be in a situation where I do not have to work, okay? I do not have to work because I have money coming in to cover my expenses, okay? So, and that anything I do, do, um, I'm able to contribute either with my time or with money because I have the excess money because my needs are met, my needs are more than met and I have X, I have extra that I can then um, put to work in charities and help people. And it, what's important, what I, I guess what I love about this, this hierarchy of financial needs is that you, we are at different levels. And depending on your level, you have a different approach online. So, for example, if you're at the accumulation level, okay, so you may be at the accumulation level, yeah, you, 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 your income, uh, you have income coming in and you also have extra money that you pay for, pay into savings, you've got an emergency fund and blah, blah. And you might see somebody or hear somebody that's relying on, say, payday loans and you're saying, oh, you know, people who rely on payday loans, Etc. Etc. So you may have really negative things to say about that. But what you need to remember is, if that person's at the bottom rung of the triangle, they are in survival mode, and they they don't have enough income coming in, and they're having to rely on debt to pay for essential items. That is why. <laughs> that is why for them, they may see that the only way out is a payday loan. So. We have to be very, very careful when we are judging other people because we have to look at where we are and look at where they are. But I guess what's important is once you have the knowledge, see, once I had this knowledge of this tri this pyramid, this triangle, um, rather than just looking at the next level and saying, right, I want to get up to the next level, I want, I, what I looked at was I looked at the top of that triangle and I thought that's where I want to be. Where I want to be is... I'm completely self-sufficient. I have investments that are covering my expenses and I'm able to give both my time and money to charities that I, I, I feel that are important. And having that in mind, I, I see this as a journey for me. Uh, and if I think about where I am on this uh, pyramid, I am at the accumulation level. I'm still, main, you know, working at maintaining that accumulation level because obviously things can change because, of course, you could be at one of these levels, life changes and you fall back down to survival. And we're in the middle of a pandemic where people have lost their jobs. The whole world is in, oh, my gosh, chaos, crises. And there would have been people who were in the accumulation, <laughs> at the accumulation level, and because they've lost their job, they probably thought they had for life, they've dropped down to sustainability, and they may even have dropped down to survival. And so if you can imagine, if you were at sustainability, you've dropped down to survival. So it's not necessary that we're going to stay in. What you do want to do, actually, is get to independence. 
because if you can get to independence and you have your investments paying for you, and again, <laughs> of course, in stocks, shares, whatever, that stuff can happen there. But I guess you need to know what you're doing. Uh, again, you want to you wanna get to that place of independence and then we're working towards utilisation. So <laughs> I was really excited about sharing this with you today because it really excited me when I saw it. And I kept on looking at it over and over again. And I had sort of, I'd forgotten about it. I'd forgotten about it. So I was really pleased this morning when I was doing a little bit of research for what I was going to talk about. My research is really, really minimal. And I was reminded of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which then triggered my memory of the hierarchy of financial needs. And I knew that I needed to share that with you today. And it also... (laughs) It also um, added something in terms of the work that I want to do with people and some of the resources and the tools I already have. And I thought, ah, yes, this has got to be part of it. So I'm really pleased about that. My hand is getting really cold. I'm at the top of the rows, about to meet the traffic. So this is probably a good time to say goodbye to you. I've just jump back over to the the app where I'm recording this and I can see (laughs) it transcribing as I speak to you how amazing is that so as always lovely talking to you I need to make a move because I literally need to get home in the next five minutes so that I can get down to the GP okay bye for now Hey, Smiling Sonia here, your host at Thriving with a Chronic Illness. Now be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next episode. Now if you liked what you heard today, be sure to visit my website, smilingsonia.com to learn more about how I can help you build an emergency fund.